Welcome to a very special episode of the Big Bottom Group Chat, where people stop being polite and start being real. I'm your host, John Moody, along with... Tony Paleo. Steve Araujo. And today, we're joined by Nashville bassist, Jamie Millard. I, I, I got to stop that, that voice. It's, it's a little too much. I, love I, I kind of liked it. I was going to say, can you do that for a while? That's nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like the uh, homage to the real world. Yeah, you like that? I was thinking about that's beautiful. I love and, it. And who are we brought to uh, today, boys? We're brought to today by sponsors. Sponsors. What, what, sponsors. What, what, what are you holding there, Tony? You tell me. Oh, oh, wait, oh, oh sorry. Um, hold on. Uh, music area gig bags. Yep. Music area. Music area. Music area. Music area. There we go. We all love them. I know, John. Um, you're in. You're uh, remote right now, so you don't have yours. But you've got. They are. They are at home, safely tucking my bases away. Um, so. I have no food with me today in mind. Uh, you don't have any any Greek specialties that my buddy Frank Fakinos can. Uh... Yeah, yeah. So hold on, let me just. Or at least some mints. <laughs> so no mints and uh, no baklava pulling out. Right. Uh, nothing. What about a Werther's? Would you keep Werther's in there? Oh, why not? So sure. wait, wait, hold, wait, 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 wait. How do you pronounce it, John? Werther's. I thought it was Werther's. So that may be, must be a West Coast, East Coast thing. I like it. Maybe. No, I like that. I mean, they're both well, delicious. If you said it from Boston, it'd be Werther's. You know what I mean? There'd be so yeah. far whatsoever, you know? <laughs> we need to get Werther's or Werther's as a sponsor for this show. Because oh, I man. love them. Uh, uh, you know, we can, make, we can make a phone call and have people call people. <laughs> right. And, I mean, and the worst also, thing they'd say is no. So, Or or never answer us and go, eh, yeah. these? Atiyah. Leather Italia straps with us, you know, today too. Italia straps. Go to italiastraps.com. Killer straps that all of us use. Steve likes the adjustable one. Tony goes for the uh, pre-length. Yep. They're built to order. Um, there's always a two-for-one deal, so you got to go on there and do a little search, but they generally always have a two-for-one deal, which is fantastic. Fantastic straps. It's all I use exclusively. And, and they take about, so they make them each to order it takes about well, how long did yours back east got there my god i got mine from california in a week and a half okay yeah so they're really quick so and they're in i mean that's super fast yeah all right and this is exciting guys yes very much sponsor we have golden state coffee roasters oh mm. nice i actually just did a slow pour a little earlier i'm a little jacked up right now on the caffeine can you guys that's fine it's usually my yeah but they have been around for a minute they have a tasting room in placentia which is super close to gnl downtown nice and um yeah and it's all all this stuff is fresh roasted and i'm actually going to say tell us a little bit about those roasts steve man all right so this is the espresso blend 1850 has sweet tobacco fragrant Berry, I guess those are the, the flavor mm -hmm. profile, but at the darker roast, this was roasted June 18th, June 18th, uh, June 16th, uh, and this one doesn't have a date, so but they literally, you know, uh, what is it, roast this stuff daily, and they have a beautiful tasting room that's open, um, open to the public now after COVID and all that, but yeah, I right. For sure. Bags. And they're, uh, they're our new sponsor. The other rat. So actually, sorry. Goldenstate.coffee is their website. Oh, okay. All right. Goldenstate.coffee. Yep. Goldenstate.coffee. You might not be mm -hmm. that, but anyways, go there. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. Anyways, if you go there, if you go to the shop, and even if you go in, if you use the code BIGBOTTOM15, Big mm -hmm. bottom one five. That's a coupon extra savings code. I think it's fifteen percent off. So you get a little uh, big bottom one five. All yeah, right, big bottom one five. I like it. Big bottom fifteen. And like I said, I'm going to be sending you guys out this copy. So next time you'll be able to try it, and we'll be able to talk about it. But that's our new sponsor. I love these guys. Yeah. Ross Lilabo is one of the managers there. Um, kind of works with them. Does all the. He's one of the dudes there. Great bass player, fantastic bass bass player. He's actually a buddy with Tim LaFay. Uh, those oh, guys are all okay. into coffee. Um, and Ross is just a 
good dude. Really awesome. For, and, a, and a killer bass player. Oh, right. even better. So even, even better. better. So we've got all the coffees with the bass and all that. So yeah, check them out. Goldenstate.coffee. And it is the Golden State Roasters if you do a Google. So yeah. So there you go. Um, and then um, and, and life check-in. How's everybody doing? Let's oh, go. Good, good, man. Good, yeah. good, good. good. Cool. My so, gym opens up July 6th, and I know there'll probably be some listeners going, what are you doing going back to that Petri dish? I don't want to get political or anything, but I'll be the first in line yeah. ready to go back. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they're keeping a, our One of our gyms opened up over here, and they're, you know, they sent out a big... Um, I think yeah, it seems everyone's really trying to, to do their part on that kind of stuff. Yeah. They're limiting people. You got to wear the mask. So I, I get it, man, you know, so at least... Speaking of that, Tony... I got a haircut this past week. Yeah. You did. You did. You I did. did. You look See? all handsome. Yeah, like, I was, know, right? Yeah, I'm respectable that, now. Was that the first one since the lockdown? Uh, it was the first one since the beginning of March. Wow. Yep. So you were hippie hair for a while. It was, I was getting the, because of how my colics are, I get that nice, like, Farrah Fawcett wave. So, yeah, with, with that and this, I really wanted the to feathery. go into work with a, um, with like a short, <laughs> sleeve dress shirt and you know a little clip-on tie yes and be like i came out of the 70s and not the good part of the 70s like born 70s though right and kids out there please google farrah fawcett you know Mm -hmm. she was beautiful anyways yeah for you kids you millennials that don't know right no look up farrah fawcett so anyways but that's awesome looking good buddy (laughs) thanks sir (laughs) Um, yeah, good. Life is, uh, in Southern California, kind of opening up, um, you know, we're, it, things are slowly opening up here in Massachusetts. Yeah. I think this is the first day that a couple of people could go into a restaurant or what have you. So, yeah. <laughs> That's um, cool. Yeah. Good. All right, boys. Well, that was a fun one, man. Jamie is good people. I, it was the first time I had oh, met For sure. Good dude. Yeah. yeah. Dude. Funny as hell. Love the guy. I mean, he just, yeah, he, he's a geek like us. It's awesome. I love that. So. The record collection, dude. You know, the vinyl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got a couple. If he's into something, he's into something. Yeah. And I can, I think we can all, three oh, of us yeah. can appreciate that. Yes, <laughs> for sure. I think yeah. so. So, all right, guys. Well, I, um, I'll kind of do a little sign off, I guess. So, yeah. Uh, Jamie Millard, um, J A Y M I, correct. M I L L A R D. Jamie. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll put all his socials at the end. I'll put all his, you know, all the places that you can find them. But yeah, fine gentlemen, cool people. So yeah, this was, oh, this is episode 10. Episode 10. Wow, Ooh. we're in the double digits. Damn, damn. So yeah, it was fun. All right, boys. Well, hey, uh, and again, I'm not going to hang up on us. I'm just going to stop recording. Right. But, um, enjoy the big bottom, whether you're watching or listening, all podcast uh uh, what is it? All podcast um, platforms. Platforms. So, yeah, I'm Steve Arajo. John Moody. Tony Paleo. We are the Big Bottom. Enjoy big Bottom. Yeah. All right. Hold on, boys. Yeah. So, Jamie, where where are you at in the country? Where do you live? Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville. Steve, Nashville. before you get – oh, you're recording yeah. now, I'm right? Recording. I'm recording. Yeah. Right, I hear yeah. I was already saying shit. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so uh what what part are you like murfreesboro franklin where we're at uh i am just south of franklin okay very cool so you obviously you know brian barrett of course yeah brian's a good friend of mine you know howard elgate he just moved out there i do yeah and uh tully kennedy of course of course and you know eric halbig guitar player producer Name, yes, face, maybe. All right, cool. No, but that's awesome, man. So Nashville. And are things opening up now, gig-wise, playing-wise, stuff kind of um, – you're able to gig now? Are there gigs in town? Yes and no. Okay. There are some gigs in town that are popping up. Ironically, I don't play in town a whole lot. Okay. Um, when I play, usually – the last time I played in town, and this is kind of crazy, the last time I played in town, I played at Bridgestone. Mm. So that's the big arena downtown. Oh, nice. Okay. So Very- and that was, that was a little bit of an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And what, uh, what band was that with? This was with a country rock guy named Ryan Weaver. Okay. Is that your main gig? It's one of them. One of them. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, you do a, a few several. Again, like I said, I'm not sure. So we'll let the people know. And and I'm learning also. So yeah, do the Ryan Weaver gig, and then what other uh, what other gigs are you doing? I do the Mark Slaughter band. Nice. And on occasion, when asked or when needed, I fill in and play for the band Slaughter. Very cool. Nice. So when Dana's unavailable or Dana's got something to do, cha-ching, there we are. Very cool. That nice. must yeah. be a fun gig, yeah. yeah. You know, it really is. And I was hoping I was going to be on the same show with you last year at that Kiss Con. You know, <laughs> that would have been fun. In in Indiana. Yep. I don't know who we had with them on bass. They had they had the uh, guys from Ace Frehley's band, which are the uh, they have a name here. They do a rock oh, the thing. Talisman. They call the, the Rock and Roll Residency at a Talisman. Okay. Yeah. 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 Those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan, they're all cool. Ryan and those guys. Phil and those guys. Yeah. Do, do, do they live in Nashville? Does Ryan live in Nashville? I think a good portion of them do. I'm not sure if all of them do. It's hard to say. Everybody moves around a lot, so it's hard to say. That was it. Was quite the party that night. <laughs> I'm sure it was. Unbelievable. It was. It was like you know 1989 all over again or something. It was crazy. All we need now is Aquanet for your hair. <laughs> yeah. Minus the Aquanet, I just say the, the booze and Italian food afterwards. Nice. Uh, cannoli and some uh, what? And gabagoo. Some gabagoo. Gaba oh, please. <laughs> so, Jamie, have any of the dates with those bands been um, either reinstated or do you have a tour schedule coming up again? Or is that um, anything booked? Or not They're all still, they're all pending right now still. Okay. All right. Yeah, they're still kind of in the wings. Got it. Got it. I'm sure I'll, yeah. as time progresses, I'm sure stuff will start trickling and, you know. Dates. Well, I've been doing a bunch of recording nice. um, because I've got uh, people who are looking for tracks. So they send me nice. tracks and I sit here in this nice little spacious room and hit it. Well, we, we're all about the recording, so we have to talk about that. We have to. Yep. <laughs> so, Dude, we are nerds galore on that stuff. Uh, I see. All right. Yeah. But that's awesome, man. I'm 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 glad, and you know, like I said, I I uh, I dig those the slaughter. That's a great gig, and can't wait to. Mm -hmm. you're, dude, when stuff starts happening, you're out in California. Please let me know. I want to come out. So count on it. Yeah, yeah, count on it. Yeah. Just like when I go up to the Northeast, I have to go surfing. Hell yeah! I mean, <laughs> see, I, when I bought my house, <laughs> like we had a shed, and I'm like, oh, I go, Gina, find <laughs> another place for the tools. And she goes, Why? I go. That's my surf shed. <laughs> you know, I have mm -hmm. most so many. Yeah, I don't, someone asked me the other day how many boards you have. I said, I, I, I don't know. Well, you just got a new one. I, I did. You got the, yeah. the gun gun log. I got a gun log. Yeah, I mean, I've got everything. Uh, I got a lot of rusties. I must have nine or ten rusties. I don't know. You know. I, I have what you need for those. Your the like uh, what's on your shirt? I have it. It's in the yard outside. Oh my God, dude! I, want I have one two so of them. Bad. I have two of these. Oh, you have two of those! Oh my gosh! Whoa. Yeah, I have a purple. I have a purple camper bus and a white regular hardtop. Oh hell yeah! Now the purple bus. I need to tell you a story. You guys will dig this. If yeah. you're telling me about music and nerdy nerddom, yeah, this will this will nail it. All right. So the story goes: I got this thing. It's a '68 Westphalia, full camper inside, mm -hmm. purple. And the guy that I got it from uh, originally lived in between Sacramento and Frisco. And between him and two other dudes, they went to every dead show from 81 to 94 in this bus. Wow. So there's, uh, there's stickers all over the inside and outside. They're all dated as to which years wow. it went to what shows. So it's got legit tangible yeah, let's do Italian. It's got legit a tangible <laughs> dead history. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a real deal. Man. Now, did you ever find a roach in a weird place? Cab of ass. No, actually, the dude, the dude that I got it from, when he sold it to me, he said he cleared out all the secret compartments and everything, so it was clean. <laughs> dude. So, yeah. It's been gone over with a fine-tooth comb. There is nothing in there, but, oh. you know. Yeah. Stuff that's clean. <laughs> so that's the, you said it's a 68? Yep. And then what's the other one? It's a 71. Nice. Uh, did you restore yes. it yourself or? 
Did you- Actually, the 68, because of the history, because every Volkswagen tells a story, sometimes you don't get to hear them. I just happened to get to hear this story. That's cool. So I left it the way it is. Rust and all is still okay. just like it was because it tells the story of the bus. Nice. And the other one, actually, I, I uh, worked out a deal. I acquired four more. And then, I, dude, yeah, we'll, I'll tell you about that sometime. Um, I, I had found this guy that was selling four of them. And so my younger son was Jones and Hard because he liked mine. Yeah. So I said, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll find you one. We'll restore it, do whatever, get it going. So the 71 was the best of the four. Yeah. And so I, I basically, they were all full of parts. I sold off all the parts. I sold the other three buses. And we're working on his to make it kind of a cruiser rat. I have everything I want in this world already, pretty much. Except for that. Except for that. Don't you want this gear wise? Don't you want that? I'm like, man, I've got everything I could possibly ever want. You know? Yep. I want a bus. That's that's the only, like, it's not even like a ton of money or whatever. They're really not. It's just the one thing I just. They can be. They can be. Yes. Yes. I was just watching a show and it was. is it uh, Iglesias, the the comedian? He has a whole collection. He was showing his old garage. This was just like earlier today. I was just watching it. That's so funny that you mentioned that. Yeah, uh, he's got a multi million dollar collection of buses. Yes, and he has one one that's a fish tank. Yes. Fish tank. <laughs> yes. Like, no, I was just watching that earlier. He's awesome. Yeah. Love it. He's Fluffy's like, bus world. Yes, Fluffy's bus world. Yes. Yeah. Shout out. No, that's awesome, man. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And so, did you grow up? in nashville or around there because you said you surfed did you grow up on a on a coastline city nope i grew up i grew up in the heart of chicago wow okay Very talk good. about culture shock yeah yeah wow mm-hmm. nice and then yeah, the, so big and, difference and the surfing bug just kind of just went it goes up. along with everything else nice nice you know i still want to buy a school bus that's imminent <laughs> so oh my god Yes. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Every time I see, like, even like an MBTA bus in Boston, I go, that'll fit in my driveway. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, I'm one of those that likes, I like old cars. I like old stuff. So, you know, it makes sense. I found a school bus that I totally dig that's from like 1970. Wow. Pure, pure. And I'm not much, I mean, I look like a hippie, right? But, I mean, it's just, it's something I've always wanted. So, you know, we just do it. That's cool. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Nice. You nice. know? Yeah. Oh, dude, dude. So what's, tell me about the new base. Yes. You want to see the new base first? Yeah. Or you want me to go back and pull up a couple that are sitting here next to me? Whatever you choose, Jay. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Let me show you my main three hitters. Okay. Okay. All right, so we'll start from we'll start from the standard. Keep going, keep okay. going. Down. This would be the Billy Sheehan Yamaha Attitude Limited Three. Beautiful. In oh. in basic black. Nice. Okay, this this base actually I got this one brand new from Yamaha uh, early last year. Okay. And I used it on every slaughter date last year. Nice. So it went from new in the box to Road Warrior almost immediately. Wow. And so, I mean, I actually had this one. So if you ever see a picture of me standing in front of the big 11-foot Ampeg at NAMM, it's with this. I've seen that. I've seen that, actually. This is it. I played this through the 11-foot Ampeg. I could have have ruptured walls. And you drop down a half step? This this is actually, all of these are half step down. Okay. Okay. Because for slaughter dates, that's what I was doing for mark states. Um, I do that as well. Plus, you know, when we write stuff, we write stuff half down. So, you know, when we track new things, cause there's new songs coming and oh, wow. this is, this is on it. Okay. That's so this, this has been the go-to for the last year. I actually, can you tell you me think? about that pickup? I don't know why my screen's not coming to me when I, I speak for some reason, Steve, I don't know why, but oh, it, I'm looking at you. Yeah. Oh, me really? too. Yeah. I, I am too. Oh, funny. It's not switching on this end. Yeah. Jimmy, tell me about that neck pickup with the, the the blades. So this, okay. So this yeah. is 
Now there's, there's some, the, the absolute Yamaha geeks will tell you that it could either be a Yamaha pickup or a DiMarzio. I've heard both. And usually I get corrected if I say one or the other. So it's one or the other, whichever one it is. Yeah. It's a, it's a, a humbucker that basically kind of emulates the tone of a sixties Gibson mod bucker. Yeah. yeah. EBO base. Yep. So the EBO pickup is actually a, lo a little, I believe, higher gain than this thing. Okay. But I can dial this in. And what's really funny is, I, I don't know if anybody would think about this, but I was a diehard Rickenbacker guy for decades. Okay. Now, I'll say this in public. I've owned previously 167 Rickenbackers. <laughs> I have a serial number list to, pr to prove it. Wow. Right? <laughs> Just saying, over the years, I started when I was 16 with my first one, and I've had 166 more ever since. Wow. So I can take this pickup, and I can almost dial in the front of a Rick. That's amazing. That's awesome. Almost, yeah. even though this is a humbucker, and that's a single coil. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, Billy uses it for the ultra lows. I mean, and, you know, for his tone, the way he gets things going, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. And then this is the uh, DiMarzio Willpower P. I mean – I, I'm not like a DiMarzio endorsed guy, but I love these pickups. And it's just one of those things that if I've had other bases, if I try other high gain P base pickups, they pale compared to these. That's great. How radically different is that from the model one or the model? Is it the model one or the model P? So the, so this, this would be for the model P and the model one would be the humbucker. The model, okay. The model P. So is it closer to the model P? That, that it's hotter than the model that, that p it's a, it's also scooped differently really? the model p has a different the model p was actually uh demarzio's first replacement pickup that they created for p bases obviously um and it was the first actual if i remember correctly it's actually the first replacement fender pickup period hmm. so they designed those to work you know to make the sound of the p base and then just give it some juice well this is juice plus steroids that's awesome john's uh john's joining us by the way boys we there we go. go, John. John, bring on that dude. There he no! is. Oh, there he is. I don't see him. Yeah, that guy. Yep. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, That's amazing. Yes. Yeah, Wait. yeah. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Cool. Awesome, John. We're just talking about uh, Jamie's Yamaha. Oh. Mm -hmm. Nice. Now I got to hear that pickup because I like the Model P and the Model J. I like them, you know. You should be able to find one of these somewhere up there where you are in a shop. Sit down and just wail on it. Jamie, yeah. does, should, does that base have the, the double outputs for each pickup? Like the, yeah, look at that. Very cool. So the cool thing about this is you got, you got double, you can go stereo out. And if you do it right, mm -hmm. the front one goes for the mud bucker or the humbucker up front. The back one goes for the P-base pickup. Uh -huh. If you go mono, you go in here, and there it is. You got all pickups working. That's cool. Nice. I mean, so, that, that, that actually brings you back to your Ricka sound, since you're such a Rickenbacker guy. It kind of gives you yep. that same vibe. Right? Wasn't that yeah. what you thought? Ricko sound? Wasn't that what they called it? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You got it. Yeah, it was a stereo split signal, and you run it to two amps, and you could do all kinds of insane stuff, all like Getty and Chris Quiet. Dude, that's rad. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, Tony, you should, if you haven't tried one of these, you need to. I think I'm it'll blow your doors off. Wanting to try, you know, new stuff. I mean, I'm very happy with like what North Strand does for me, but I'm sure. love. I, you know, I love trying like, oh, let me try this. You know, I mean, yeah, that's just my mo. You know. Well, that's everybody's mo because you see something and it's like, oh, what does that do? You know, because I remember I tell you guys this, just a little piece of silliness. There was a guy that I know that I used to work with years ago that had the limited edition one and he would I, he knew i was a diehard rick guy and he he said here play this and i played it at the time i'm like yeah okay whatever yeah. so here i am you know 15 whatever years later and i've got a rack full of them <laughs> you know and i don't have any more ricks yeah oh really uh, uh oh we lost jamie uh oh yeah there you, right. are. There you are. Here we are so you got rid of all the ricks yeah i got rid okay. of all the ricks um the last one I sold was black and white checkerboard. It was all completely modded out. And I believe it is now in the capable hands of Rick Nielsen. Yeah. Good hands. Those are good hands. Yeah, because it, I, if you saw a picture of it, it looks like what you'd expect for cheap trick. 
Sure, sure. Yeah, that's cool. you know. So that was the last one. That one was that one stuck around a while. Okay. But I mean, these things these things just destroy everything in sight, and that's what I'm after. That's so right. I have to ask you, because they they're they're slightly esoteric at the same time. Yes. When you go do like a fly out with like slaughter or something, and you're mm -hmm. plugging in, and your backline's limited. I mean, I I just from the experience we know this, right? Yeah. You, you just get, you've got like an Ampeg SVT or something like that back there, yep. and it's like one output. Are you just using both pickups and plugging in, and you know at the same time, and it's not using the split out? So so here's the funny thing. One of the things that if you go listen to the slaughter records. Dana's tone was very, very pronounced and it was very much a P bass. Mm. So when I go out to do the slaughter dates, when I did all the slaughter dates last year, I would just use the model, the uh, willpower pickup. I leave the, I leave the mudbucker off and just use this. Oh. And uh, one thing, one thing FYI too, the way this thing is configured here, this is the volume for the humbucker. This is the tone for the humbucker. And this is the volume for the P. There is no tone knob on the P pickup. So it's wide open at all times. That's interesting. Hmm. So if I'm going to use if I'm going to use the humbucker, I'm going to use that to dial down the absolute snarl on the P bass pickup. That simple. That's cool. I don't generally do that though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You go like I'm full bore. It's like yeah, it's the same thing with me. I'm usually like up, 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 up. You know, you know, on a on a pass. Yeah. Instrument. Well, between this, so between this and the Tech Twenty One Doug pedal. Oh yeah, cool. I'm good. <laughs> That's so. Let me put this one down. Let me show you. You you might, uh, Tony. I know you've probably seen this one, and I'm sure John has, but I'm sure Steve hasn't. Brace yourself. This is attitude number two. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've seen that. That's the winner. Yes, dude. That's okay. So gorgeous. I mean, wow. It is. I Ooh. I had a guy. I had oh. a guy swirl this thing. This used to be a black. This used to be a black attitude. This was actually the first attitude I bought. Wow, that's cool. And the dudes, uh, when I told them, you know, what can you do for me in pink? <laughs> there it is. That's so badass. That's yeah. So I'm. Gorgeous. So this this tells its own story. <laughs> that's cool. So well, I yeah. have a thing for that bowling ball finishes. I like them actually. That's I awesome. really do. Yeah. Well, you know, and the, I learned a few things about this finish because the dude explained it to me. When people do these things, they usually use paint. Mm -hmm. When the guy who originally did Steve Vai's guitars started doing this, he didn't use paint. He used oil-based ink. And then dip okay. it. They dip it. And then dipped it. Yeah, yeah you have to dip yeah. it, and then you have to let it dry. Yeah. So this is, this is oil-based ink. And the only one like it. It doesn't. Yeah, and you can't, you can't replicate it, which is nice, right? It's like. No, it's, it's a one-of-a-kind. It's right. a one-of-a-kind. And it doesn't fade. It doesn't fade like paint dude that's so th yeah yeah this one stays in drop tune this one stays in e flat it never goes above e flat nice it's so. nice to it's nice to see and there's a couple other bases one that's coming out that i cannot talk about but it's nice to see neck buckers that actually aren't so muddy because i know the ebo that that gibson had such it just was too much you know and yeah and the attitude, and there's a couple other ones that actually, it's a usable neck pickup, you know, that just shoved way up there where it, it's nice, man. It cuts through enough and it's not mud. It's actually, right. you know, so yeah, that's cool. Yep. I like those. You, you got to figure the mud bucker for the Gibson on the EBO was a 30K ohm pickup. Okay. I mean, that's pure, just let the strings glue to the pole pieces. Nice. You're talking magnetic pull that's massive. Uh, yeah. These are a little, these aren't quite that hot. Unless you go play Billy's wife bass, which I have played a few times. Um, more on that later. But I, I, because he lives close to me, he's so kind and such a cool guy. He's a very dear friend. Um, and I've played every bass in his room. And it, it started with two pink ones. So very cool. Yeah. So this this is the uh, this is the swirly attitude. Now, let me put this back over here. The one that uh, Tony is getting all excited about. <laughs> I, have to, I have to give you a, this is a special story on this guy. Okay. And okay, so there it is. You've got the vintage body style on that. That's what right? I like. Style? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. This is the BB. So what this actually is in the production model, this is actually the Yamaha BB 714 BS, I believe it is. Hmm. And all that stands for is the 714 Billy Sheehan. So for if you saw Eat 'em and Smile, or if you, yeah, that's right. Or if, you, if you've seen the videos for Yankee Rose and some of those where Billy is throwing around the pink Yamaha. Yeah. That's okay. Right. Yes. That, that base coupled with uh, a, like a, a pink P base that DiMarzio built him in the 70s, mm. which the whole neck is pink. The whole, everything on the thing is pink. Um, between the two of those, those were what got me going. And between them, for him and Mark King, level 42's JD in bright pink. Yeah. That, that was it for me. It's like, okay, we're on the colors. We're on the color wheel now. Yeah. So, you know, but, but anyway, this, so what this is, this is, um, Yamaha made a production base of these. They made them in, in uh, like a lava red, a candy apple kind of red and black. And this one actually, from the way he explained it to me, was made in the custom shop. So this is kind of a special, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so, kind of yeah, this, well, it's actually a two-off. Okay. Um, the color of this base is called rose blue. And I know it's hard to see probably on here, but if I move it past, you can see the screen behind it. It turns blue, and it's not because of the screen. Okay. Okay, like, so it, it yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Same. Uh -huh. So the what it is is Yamaha made the pink Yamaha BB, I forget what the number is on his, um, and they painted that one base. And that was the only one they ever painted in that color. So as a, as a surprise birthday present, when he, when he gave this to me the other day, he said, I know how much you like that base. So I had them make two more, one for you and one for me matching. And they're the only three in existence in this color painted by Yamaha. Nice. So that's pretty much the story behind where it came from. And they did some cool stuff. I mean, they matched the headstock. That's gorgeous. The, the, the neck at, the, at the, the nut is like 1.5 or slightly smaller. So it's actually like a super skinny jazz bass, mm. which compared to the attitude, the attitude is a telly bass. That's like a D width fender. The biggest you can get. One and three quarters. So this, one but yeah, it's like one and three quarters or slightly larger. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So this is like playing a toothpick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a jazz. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, nice. like playing a jazz. And so, and it has it has its own kind of uniqueness. It actually has an attitude bridge on it, which I kind of noticed. And this actually, in case you haven't ever seen some of the stuff Billy does, if you notice the little cat, mm -hmm. put it up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. That's mm -hmm. right. The little little kitty well he has one um, cats, right he's that's his, his, he does yeah, yeah he does and the cat that inspired the sticker was spooky mm. so if you ever hear him talking about spooky spooky was laid to rest not too long ago yeah. just she was she was ill she was a sweet little kitty and they had her for a long time yeah. um and so spooky became the mascot that's you know in remembrance of spooky we have spooky here with us nice yeah you know, so that's too cool i've always so this I've always loved the BB, like that, that, that body style is just so great. It's just a great body style, man. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's a four bolt, you know, and of course rear, rear fed, mm -hmm. but it's passive. Now the cool thing about this too, is it's volume, volume tone, like a jazz bass. Okay. When I first picked it up, I went right here and said, okay, volume for the B bass pickup. Nope. Didn't do anything. Yeah. So I'm like, Oh, okay. So it's, it's basically set up like a jazz, only instead of having jazz, you have mud. You have humbucker. Nice. So. I love it. That, and so there you go. when did you get that one? You just got that one recently, right? That's your birthday? Yeah, I got this like, I think it was a little less than two weeks ago. Oh, wow. So cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nerds, I love it. I love it. It's so rad. <laughs> so I'm going to, I don't have to do too much to it. I, I dialed in the action a little bit. Yeah. And I'm I'm waiting on some <laughs> strings, <laughs> but um, I, I know. I mean, you can just get in line with everybody else. <laughs> you know? I, know, I, I know somebody we can you know get in touch with in case. Uh, what's his name? Doesn't. Uh, no. Well, see, the, the thing is, is this is the reason why. Yes. Yeah. Bravo. Tell us about my... those. Tell us about yeah, those. Tell, those. Tell, Tell us about them. 
All right, so John very kindly um, listened to me, which some people do and some don't. Um, and I, I got to give him props for that. Um, so basically what, I, what we did was, and John may speak to this a little differently as well, there was a set of strings that I really liked. And some of the, some of the situational stuff with it became questionable. And I asked John if they could make a GHS, if they could make a set of strings for me, that would be very similar, very springy and very loose because I play light gauge. So these are actually 40 to 100 with a 54D and a 74A. Oh, wow. Oh. Okay. okay. And again, for, for the manufacturing process part, John can explain probably better than I. Um, but it's like, but they, they have a certain snap that, a lot of the other strings I've tried over the years just don't have, and they, they last a, a long time. So steel, mm -hmm. what are they? Um, they're, uh, they're, they're nickel plate. Nickel plate. Nickels. I think the big thing is that the core diameters are much smaller than what you would think, and that's where Jamie gets the springiness from them. Interesting. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Show, show the yeah. package one more time, Jamie, and people can, uh, and those are available. Uh, when John well, right gets now they're out, what's so, that? And right now they're out, and that's that's been the problem. Is that trying to get anything well, else yeah. in right now is? But people can, but eventually people can kind of look. Oh at yeah, they'll be able to go on the website and everything, that's get awesome. with Jamie, and I so. That's rad. Nice. Yep. yep. So and they even got pink silk. Mm-hmm. So I know it's probably hard to see. Let me put this one back down, but it's probably hard to see. But on these. Oh yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a fan. We're all fans of pink because here's a tsunami pink cable. Yeah. Purple are just badass colors, man. They're just great. Well, you know, referred to as the wanker, the pink wanker is what they're. Yeah. That's, that's true. Show me yours. I'll show you. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah. Yeah. Plug me, baby. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That's rad, man. And so you're a um, you're a Yamaha artist. You've been a Yamaha artist, or are you, or work for them? So it's I don't know is that I'm not work for like, them. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I don't work for them, but I I get special things. Good. And cool. you know I I I pretty much parked with Yamaha for like the last two three years, and then on top of that, I've been an Ampeg artist for the last four years. And Dino. And yeah, so, you know. Yep. It just all goes together. Nice. Yeah. Good stuff. That's a, that's a perfect match. So yeah. you were with these companies before they merged together? Yes. That's cool. Yeah, I started with Ampeg. I mean, I've owned Ampeg since I was 18. Okay. And that's a good long time. Yeah. So, you know. Years, two years, three years. Now you're just like, uh, yeah. Dino, Dino, I need. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Dino, I'm going to send you a cigar and I need a little PF 800, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So you love Dino. Love Dino. He's he's the best. You come up here, you can uh, two birds, one stone, man. You know he's thirty miles from me. So well, when he's I, in town. Yeah. When he's home. Yeah. So I have a question, Jamie. So yeah, uh, doing the Ampeg stuff. Do you have one of the old Ampeg DIs? They don't make them anymore. I was just wondering. You mean uh, the Scrambler DI? Yeah, I think that's the yes. You have one of those? Nice. I do. It's on the floor. Yep, it's right that's, down there. Um, uh, 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 Khan, Obeyed Khan was one of the guys that I think helped design it and he's doing Khan Audio and he was, I think he worked on that DI. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. And they don't make it anymore. They need to. Yeah, I think I got one of the last ones as a matter of fact. Dino sent it to me because nice. when I was starting to do a lot of road dates, you know, a lot of times when I do a road date, there's backline. So I don't have to go schlepping gear. Yeah. And, you know, on the rare occasion that there was not an SVT, they would saddle me with something that was GK or something else that was cool. Yeah. But it was, but I, I have a propensity to blow up amplifiers. Uh, there's three brands that I probably shouldn't mention that I have, pro that I have smoked literally. <laughs> and, you know, I think one of them is still majorly popular. Actually, I think two of them are now that I ponder, but I, I literally lit them up and it's like, well, these aren't going to get it done. So, you can tell you us know. on the B reel later on. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll tell you the story later. Yeah, but this, that's that DI is great because you can go 
in DI and the through is affected, right? The through is affected, yeah. so you can go into an amp and you basically have close to an SBT yeah. ampegish sound. So yeah. And that was the point. That's why I got it when when Dino and I were talking about it years ago. Yeah. It was because if I had something else, I know that I could take this and I could roll it and I would have the sound of the SBT regardless of what my front end was. Nice. So. Yeah, I need to I need to get one of those. I need to hunt one down one of these days. We, we do can still DI find them. Dork thing a lot. We like do all the comparisons and so forth, and you know, it's, I don't even know why, man. We just go into it, you know. Well, because you know, this is what we do. This is our life. This is our life. I mean, <laughs> yeah, my pretty much. One thing is like, yeah. I had this conversation with someone recently on Facebook. I'm like, don't chins out on what ninety, what not what ninety five percent of the people are gonna hear, is that little box, yeah. not that monitor behind you not that you know whatever fill in the blank stack you know behind you they're, they're hearing that little box give them the best possible sound they possibly can you know? yeah so, so there's two theories there too so i agree with you um the ampeg box is literally you just sound like the front end of an svt that's cooking and then you add the scrambler piece in and it gives you more fur yeah. the other one in my opinion, since we're geeking out, yeah. I am actually doing a video series between the Doug Pinnock pedal and the Steve Harris pedal, both made by Tech 21. Yeah. And I'm all, I've got one more to finish for the Steve Harris. I took a 65P bass and John sent me some flats and I threw the, the uh, GHS flats on it and I start doing the gallop. You know, we're playing Run to the Hills, mm -hmm. you know, because I wanted to hear what the, the whole point of the, the thing to me was is uh, the guy at Tech 21, his name is John, he designed the presets. And it's like, okay, if I am dialing in that preset and I have a Stingray 5, let's say, or a Modulus or pick another bass, what is it going to sound like? And that's what I see a lot of people doing video reviews where they're using, you know, whatever their favorite bass is and that's totally cool. I went with the idea that if I'm going to try this, I'm going to do it. I'm going to set it up as close to what the original sound is implying. Mm -hmm. So I've got one out there that's uh, the Phil Linnet, the Thin Lizzy sound. Yeah. And I whipped out the trusty pick, put wow. the flat ones on the 65 and dialed in the P bass. Ooh. And it's, it's almost, aside from Phil's hands and his technique, the sound is pretty close, mm -hmm. you know? And then I had a Rick that I borrowed. <laughs> Speaking of Ricks, <laughs> so I had a Rick that I borrowed, and uh, I, used a, I did a Roger Glover deal with that, and then came back to the P bass to do a Geezer Butler kind of tone, because those are the, some of the presets that they had in the manual for the pedal. And then last but not least, the Steve Harris sound. So, I mean, the bass itself is not, you know, it's close to what, you know, it's a P bass, but P bass with flats. And then this thing had Rio Grande, Muy Grande pickups in it, as opposed to like the Steve Harris, Seymour's or that kind of thing. But it's pretty convincing. So oh, you know. people listening and watching, where, is that on Tech 21's uh, YouTube or where can they find that? Or, or They can find, well, actually on my YouTube, um, it's yeah, youtube.com forward slash bass Jamie, B-A-S-S-J-A-Y-M-I, all one word. Okay. At the I've end got... I'll tag it too, but just, just so yeah, people yeah. listening, they can pause it. So bass Jamie, J-A-Y-M-I uh, on YouTube. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, because yeah. I've got, I think I've got a hundred and something different bass videos. Nice. I'm approaching the million hitter. I'm approaching the million hitter. And it's like, that's pretty rad. Dude, that's awesome, man. And dude, not enough fucking Phil Linus shit, man. God, <laughs> one, of, oh. one, of my, one of the all time, oh, what do you got? You got some jailbreak? You have a- Oh, let me oh, see. Let's see. So you want, you're talking about oh, this. Hell yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. See, John, did, John, you missed the vinyl wall, but give me a second here. Wait a second. Oh, and then of course, this is a must. Oh, dude. Okay. How, I mean, just how fantastic was Phil, man? He, Phil was amazing. One of my favorite. And that, and that voice, what the hell? Oh, dude. Damn. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we got a we got a few things. So I for John's for John's benefit, for John's benefit, here you go. I mean, I follow you on Instagram enough, Jimmy. So I, I I've seen <laughs> the wall. Yeah, but there you go. For us and the people, 
And the, right. the, the maybe two people that'll, no, I'm just kidding. A couple nice. of people that'll watch this and listen. No, but that's rad, dude. I mean, this no, goes, no, no. just so you, this hits every Facebook group. This goes yeah. on TalkBase. Oh, yeah. You know? It's all good. And then it's all good. Anybody you're endorsing, like, this will go on the MPEG, oh, yeah. Yamaha, and Tech 21 sites as well. So, all right. So, yeah. okay, so we're on recording. What do you use recording-wise? Like, as far as, like, a signal chain or? Like, DAW. Like, DAW, what do you use? And, Cubase. Uh, Cubase. Oh, really? Oh. Yep. Yeah, Nashville is a Pro Tools town, but Cubase yeah. works for me. Okay, all right. You're and I mean, easy to translate. Yeah. What um and interface wise, what are you using? <laughs> right now, I'm using an M Audio. Great. I, actually, it's it's old school, and I'm about to I'm about to bump up, get a little get a little uh, scarlet, shall we say? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, I mean, the the basic simplified signal chain for me is either the Ampeg Di. Yeah. or the Doug pedal cool. right into that. Into and then I, I just record it right into Cubase like that. I don't put anything else on it, especially if I'm sending out a track because I, I, off goes the compressor, yeah. off goes all the stuff except for the snarl and the stuff that makes you want to, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, Is it's that pretty Doug simple. Does that pedal have an XLR out? It does. Okay, okay. I mean, so you got, it's got built-in tuner and of course it's got an XLR out and you can dial in all kinds of crazy stuff with it. You know, I, I talked to Doug at NAMM last time I went and we were talking about it because he knows that I use it so much. And he's like, did you get a good sound dialed? And I said, dude, I've got a killer sound dialed in. It's not quite you, it's me. And he's like, that's what I like to hear. That's cool. Okay. So yeah. All right, and then so DI is usually the the Ampeg is your direct box going in, or yep, Panic pedal. And the DIs so Tech Twenty One has actually their DIs are really good. I mean, from they the are amp to the Para DI to all those, or it's it's surprising that it's a little pedal that has such a good sounding DI. Really I mean, cool. I was using the Q strip for a while. Dude, a I love the Q strip. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Kills, yep. Q strip is good. So good. Yeah, that has. All the ins, all the outs. I mean, well, especially for Tony. Tony's Tony needs all these weird outs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And okay. Had it. The multiple outs, I should say. There I, you go. <laughs> I'd like to have a clean throughput I like, out. I like to give Tony unaffected out. throughput out on a DI. Yeah. So I can go to my backline like there's no DI, like it's not colored, and sending. You know, obviously an XLR to the front of the house, so it's not too weird. I no, it's not weird. weird. I'm just giving you shit, but I like the Q strip. Q strip is good. The Q strip yeah, does I, that feature. It has that? Yeah, it know. does. It does. I've used Sans amps for 25 years. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I had some of the original ones because you know, again, if you're, and I'll, I'll for the guys who are gals who are going to hear this, who will probably jump me for it later. If you're a diehard Rush fan, you're a Rick guy, and what do you do? What did, what did you want to hear when you had a Rick? You either wanted to hear Chris Squire or Getty. Yeah, that's and it. how do you do that without going back to the 70s rig that has all the Furman EQs and all the other, you know, stuff that Getty used to make that stereo signal that used to just kill me when I was younger. So, good. so the Sans amp was the first thing I got that really could get me dialed in close-er yeah. with a Rick. And, I mean, I've just never walked away from it. So, you know, up until I think about a year and a half ago, I retired the original Sans amp, which was the one they made before it had the mid-cut and boost. Yeah. It was one of the original ones, and I think it actually kind of, mm, it's over. So, you know, but it, it lasted all those years. Yeah. It lived a good life. There you go. It did. It did. Many a bar floor, many a concert hall floor. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Yes, that's that's really good. I like hearing about like. So, do you bring a pedal board on tour with you? <laughs> Here's the funny thing. You know these these Tech Twenty One. Let me show you this. These Tech Twenty One pedals. They come in this little metal box. Yeah. So this metal box with the pedal in it goes in my gig bag or in my suitcase, and I'm ready to go. That's the pedal box. That's so, it. That's <laughs> it. That's that's all it takes is this. You know, and so I don't have to carry a board. I don't have to do, you know, go around and get the little micro mini board or whatever and try to, you know, all I have to do is just take a couple of cables <laughs> and take the wireless unit and boom, there it is. 
I'm a little higher maintenance than that. <laughs> a little. <laughs> little. Just a little. <laughs> oh, okay. John, I can sit. Stop it right there. Can't even joke about that. I'm I'm so overt, and John's just kind of like. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jamie, what wireless are you using? Are you using one of the little like like Line Six ones that just came out, or what? Um. Let's see. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So so this is actually, I got to remember what it is because I haven't had it on this. Yeah. It is a Sure. Oh, it's a Sure. Oh, okay. Cool. So, and this is, um, it just has the floor transmitter. Mm -hmm. So all I have to do basically, and this is this thing has a, a little cylindrical battery that you can run either plug into the side of this pack mm -hmm. and it charges the battery with like a, almost like an Android phone cord oh, nice. um, or just plug it into the wall. But the battery comes out, and some of the bigger Sure units have a, a setup where you know. So it's like this is the this is the receiver. Mm -hmm. yeah. So this is the uh, let's see what is this? And that's a Sure, huh? That's cool. Yeah, it's a GLXD6 is what it says. And it's been uh, pretty good, really reliable. Yeah, and it and it has a good reach. So in other words, if I'm standing, you know, if I put that down in front of the in front of the back line. Mm -hmm. with the dug pedal or whatever and i turn it on and i go walking i can jump into the crowd and go back about 100 feet before it starts to give me lag damn that's great that's great so wow. which is perfect you know there's other i know the line six makes one the gs10 i think and i, I i'm just kind of curious but that one i know that if you go behind a rig sometimes the signal yeah i don't know signal is kind of a little bit just you know you got to be a little close so it's nice to hear that the sure you can actually really you don't feel like a low end drop or anything like that or you know. not with especially with this setup because i mean the, so the the setup for the slaughter stage has a pair of svts one on each side of the drum set and then a wall of marshals going out from there so i can go from side to side last year is what i did i ran side to side and on occasion jump out front <laughs> no loss of low end no nothing no great yeah it was on I was really impressed because I had an older Sure in one of those frequencies that's no longer allowed. And, mm. you know, yeah. so this, it just, it, it nails it. And it's like, okay, simple gear setup. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Very cool. Less to carry, less to be concerned about. A lot less of those little patch cables that jack you up between pedals. Yeah. That's very cool. Nice. No, yeah. that's good. That's good. Dude. Good to hear. Yeah. Any, uh, what do you guys got planned for 21? Do you guys got some stuff shooting out for like next year when things are a little bit more mellower that depends i mean it, it that's not up to me usually it's just hey can you go do blip? sure you know i make arrangements we go do it sometimes it's impromptu sometimes it's planned most times it's impromptu uh any, so. any vintage bases in your arsenal you said you had a 65p or or do you just kind of use the, the Yamahas or anything in your, yeah? I, I pretty much use the Yamahas for everything. Cool. And um, I mean, just, it's, and it's the craziest thing because, you know, the P-Bass and the Jazz are the standards, obviously. You know, so when we were all growing up, what was it? It was four basses. It was the, the P-Bass, the Jazz Bass, the Stingray, and the Rick. And then if you want to add the Gibson in, you could do that too. Yeah. You know, those were the sounds that everybody went after. And you know, it's great to start there and then just kind of massage your way forward. And uh, right these days, I still love a really battered P base. If something that's been through the war, not something that's been done in the laboratory. And, uh, you know, but price wise, I don't want to spend that much for one. Yeah. And if I can get that same tone out of these, which I pretty much do, because I'm looking for tone that kind of rips your face off anyway why i'm not going to bother with vintage anymore yeah. cool That's so awesome. yeah 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 i got rid of all my vintage stuff as well man i, I just don't have it like i, I kind of like you know, i had a 74 jazz bass you know stuff yep. like that 76 all gone you know yep. i was a huge jazz bass, not like you with ricks i don't know how <laughs> many jeans i had i don't think anybody can really compare with <laughs> With the love affair that Jamie had with the Ricks, with 100 and how many? 69? 167? I told that to Ben Hall, who's now running production, last NAM. I told him, I said, wow. you know, you, you probably can say, and I can say this without any arrogance or any of that stupidity, 
you can't name me one artist who's had as many of your bases as I've had. Yeah. And he couldn't. So, you know, I've had every color you can imagine, but here again, I'm kind of on hiatus because it, it right now it's not what I need to use. So. Did you ever have the double neck? <laughs> the Rick? No, I did have a double neck. And I think Tony and John can tell you about that one. Nice. Um, it was, it, yeah, it was pink. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. And it had, it was, it was, it was handmade by a guy in Michigan and it had double P's for both necks. Oh, very cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. I set it up like an old BC rich. Okay. And so it had, I put willpowers all four positions. Mm. It was brutal. He is powerful sounding, unique sounding instrument, you know? I Absolutely. Uh, I love double P's. I picked up an Eagle this year just for fun. Mm. I, I, like an older, cheaper one. Yeah. I had revamp with Damasio's just yep. to kind of keep it like the way it is, you know? Of course. And um, it's very thick sounding. It's very thick. Yeah, I, that's if I if I'm given a pickup configuration of choice, that's it. The double oh, piece, really? the double piece, because I I had fenders years ago that people had routed for extra piece, and I mean they weighed a ton, they were a metric ton literally, but double P and a P base, I mean so think about where you drop the standard pickup in the guard, and then on the edge of the guard between the bridge, there's the other one. Dial that thing up, it'll kill you. <laughs> Yeah. Have you played with like any other companies like Bartolini or, or Neutrand or any of those guys? Well, I've tried Bartolini's. They're too clean for what I need. They're oh, crisp wow. and they're, they're, they're kind of, everybody has their pickup preference. The DeMarzios have always worked for me because they're more raw sounding to me, to my ear. They have a little um, hair to them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I like a little hair. So, you know, <laughs> so it's like. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. No, it's okay. The Bartolini's just, I, when they first, in, I think it was probably in the late 80s or early 90s, I had a 75P with Bartolini P&Js with one of their B something, something, something preamps in it. And it went from being an aggressive P base to uh, something I couldn't handle because it was too clean. It was just, it was like shimmery and shiny and it's amazing, but I couldn't use it. Yeah. And it's pretty much killed it for me ever since. I mean, it has its sound. They have their sound. It's just absolutely that's what it is. Yeah. So then, carry stuff would probably be really clean for you. So I think it might. Be yeah. I possibly, possibly. I mean, I like what he's doing. I mean, and at one time we were talking about sending me that Rick pickup to put in the front of one of the Ricks, and the Ricks didn't last. <laughs> By the time he got it together, I had gotten rid of all the Ricks. So, you know, I mean, I think he's doing good stuff. I just don't know. There's not enough fur on those things for me. I need them. I need them furry, hairy, nasty. You know. So, you know what I noticed that I, what has a little bit of the most is what I'm using is the big singles in in series. Ah. I think they get a little, you know, they get a little hairy, and the kids yeah. boost up a little bit. And know. I have something that I actually, I, I should send something out to you, but this is. There you go. So. That's a, a GNL Matador. Now you just need these. No, no you need these. <laughs> you need oh, the, those are the MFD ones. These are MFD. These are the MFD magnetic field design pickups. Nice. I, I, I need to get you some. He would probably like it because he likes hairy, gnarly. He's got fucking hair for days. It's crazy. The MFDs are, are just one of those. They're ceramic as well. They're ceramic. Nice. Yeah, okay. big magnet, and these actually were custom wound for me, but they were kind of Leo's last design. That that's what's in those the L twenty five hundreds, okay, you know okay. the or the L two thousand and the M series. But we're coming out with our pickup line, which is the magnetic field design. We're going to do J's and P's, but the Matador has a double P, and I I should send you I should send you some out because these guys have all tried them, and they're they're they've got this is my main bait. Like I don't use any other base other than this one. Um, yeah. So anyways, yeah. Double P and the MFDs are just, they have this thing to them and I got a jazz with the prototype. So, but what, what were those that you were showing me? These so, are model P these are, these are DeMarzio willpower. Piece. Now those are, and those are probably ceramic too, I think. Right. Or are so they, you can see, look at how many, look at the poles. Yeah. 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 Oh, the, this is right. 
I think those are sorry, turn them around. Let's see the other side. Okay, okay, it's covered up. I think each one of those lines are those the magnets on the bottom? Yep. So those are yep. I think those are bar magnets, kind of the same concept as the MFD. Because MFDs have that that ceramic magnet. So yeah, I that's gonna be I mean the model P's they're they're ceramic. Yeah. You know, so this cool. is the willpower. So this is what's in the attitude basis. Yeah, oh yeah. Those mm -hmm. are great, man. Nice. And these these pickups have been sitting here a while because uh, they came out of a I had a I had a, a deal years ago with a company called Bluesman Vintage. Oh yeah, I and oh yeah. Mm -hmm. John. Yeah. So John made me a pink P base, which Andy Irvine now has. Um long story. And I traded it for a Rick. <laughs> anyway, so so Andy didn't want these. I'm like, send them back. So these came out of the pink, the pink P base. And it actually was a a pink P with a jazz neck uh, with a mud bucker with a model one at the front. So those pickups need a home, dude. You need to put them in a base. I'm working on it. Nice. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Very cool. Yeah. There will probably be another, progress, right? there'll probably be another Yamaha sneaking in here. That's all battered and beat up. That'll go through a, a uh, pink transformation yeah, yeah. and it'll get those pickups. Nice. I I'm holding that. them off just in case. Cool. Very cool. Uh, Jamie, do you got the information who did the dip? You're gonna say hi. Dip on your on your pink base. Hi guys. Hey, how you doing? Hey, there. my dad. Hey, hi dad. How you doing, dad? How are you, sir? Yep. Members in asking your opinion. Me, I'm, I'm you reading your shirt. I'm doing well. <laughs> happy belated Father's Day. I like Day. the shirt, Mr. Moody. Yeah, happy belated Father's Day. Yeah, happy belated, Mr. Moody. I like his shirt. Oh yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Jimmy, you inspire me. I, hey, I told you I the whole family's up here. It wasn't a lie. I want to show you. I know, John, you're on vacation. How's it going over there? It's good. I mean, yeah. if you can see, do not adjust your screen. I am that red right now. So we had a good day on the lake yesterday. And uh, well, you've got the yeah. excellent porn mustache going. Yes. Well, you know, I, I trimmed it up because I had the uh, I had the stubble going here too, but I got a haircut last week. Oh, so. very handsome. So yeah, I made myself look a little more presentable. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Nice. Jimmy, I want to dip. Whoa. Oh, you want to dip that? Ooh. Okay. I mean, okay, I so have all my lulls, but like, I like having side toys. Yeah. Right? Side piece. Yeah. Why not? You got to have a side hustle somewhere. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, so the guy... The guy who did the swirl on the attitude, uh, you can look him up on Facebook. His page is Robo Swirls, R-O-B-O -O, Swirls. His name is Roger Bowler, B-O-L-E-R. He's in uh, Ohio. Oh, cool. Yeah, and so I just basically sent him the body. Just tell him that I told you, and he'll take care of it. He did. It takes it takes uh, uh, like eight or nine weeks for it to actually cure. But I mean, it's well worth the wait. I mean, I'm in no rush, obviously, yeah, right yeah. now with everything going on, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, as it is, I've got lulls in the works right now. So, yep. plural. <laughs> you, you, need, you need to swirl one of those. You have two coming, right? Yeah, well, one of them I can't do because I'll get into it at a later date. Why? Um, mm. There, there are certain colors for that, but uh, and the other one is um, needs to be pink. Uh, is well, it's close to that. It's uh, come on, baby. Transparent orange. I like it. So that's a nice color. Yeah, transparent orange. So right. eat it. Well, guys, this is really good. Um, yeah. Let's wrap up with some some actual some socials, right? Yes, Jamie, mm -hmm. give us your where people can find you, and I'll and I'll. Okay. I'll you know, tag it. I'll put it on there too. But just uh, let it, let the people know. Let us know. So there's two places easily that I can be found. Well, there's three if you count Instagram. Instagram is just Pink Bassman. Okay. On Facebook, it's Pink Bassman Music. That's my page. Okay. Uh, and then YouTube again, YouTube.com forward slash Bass Jamie B A S S J A Y M I. Nice. Those right. are the easy ones. Yeah, that's cool. And I'll, like I said, I'll put little text under your face there and it'll be all fancy. Yeah. Fancy. Dude, this has been rad, man. This is really cool. Our, um, I, I know there's no tour dates and stuff, but any plans traveling or anything that you have or? 
for now, I am comfortable doing studio stuff because I've done it for years anyway. Cool. So uh, everybody's just sending me stuff. Fantastic. Okay, we'll yeah. do that. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm working on a couple things. I've got some my own music in the works. There's actually a video out there. It's on my uh, my YouTube page. Uh, the band is called Innocent Monday, okay. and I did a song out there called Left Behind. It's out there. We I think I put it out in January. It's actually produced by Mark Slaughter. Nice. Um, so he played guitar on it too, just for fun. And so that's that's kind of an adventure unto itself. Um, there'll be some more stuff coming there. I'm doing a side project with a guy doing progressive rock, which ought to be interesting. Because, cool. you know, again, going back to, you know, where we were years ago, Yes Rush, Gentle Giant, Kansas, all that stuff. Cool. It all dials in. That's all. Awesome, there you have it's it. It's time for good music. You know, it's time for something yep. that's going to shake you and grab you and and people can sink their minds into now. Yeah. I think it's a great time yeah. for music. I really do. You know, I did a record with some guys years ago like that called Evership, E V E R S H I P. And uh, it sounds like a cross between Kansas Queen and like Black Sabbath. Love it. Oh, wow. Okay. Nice. Okay. It's all kinds. It's all over the map, but it's pretty interesting. It comes from the brain of one guy. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, it's time for this, you know. I mean, when times are great and everything, it's wow. Sure, the three and a half minute pop song's great, but you know what? I think it's time for us to dive into some heavy stuff. Yeah, I agree. Real musicians, you know? real music. That's needed. You know? Yep. Yep. Pull some people cool. away. Yeah. Know? All right. At this time. We say goodbye to the public and we stay on as long as I don't hang up on everybody. Like I, <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. So no, it would be the first time. So, um, hey, let's say goodbye to the public. Bye, everybody. But all of us, goodbye, hang public. On. Bye, public. Bye, public. Bye, public. You're the best. Thanks for being on. But hang on. Let's, we're going to talk shit.